Hi everyone, welcome to this episode of Thoughts with Mrs. Rimmer. I'm Ashley Rimmer, an English teacher at Ashbrook High School, and I decided to start recording this podcast as a way for me to capture my thoughts and opinions on things that have happened throughout the school day, either with my students or with my coworkers. I would like to tell you that this is simply my opinion and it is in no way affiliated with Ashbrook High School, but a chance for me to sort of process what happened during the day and maybe give a life lesson to students if something like that could come out of it. Hi everyone, welcome to the podcast. For those of you who have listened before, I just wanted to say a quick sorry for not having an episode out lately, but the new semester started at school and I had completely fallen out of the habit of posting, but in the good news, this is going to be the very first episode of season two, so I will be back and recording episodes much more regularly as you were anticipating before. As always, today's episode is about teenagers particularly within the context of the COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic that's currently sweeping our nation and the entire world. And I think in these uncertain times, so many more people have amped up levels of anxiety and stress and fear. And part of it is all of the uncertainty surrounding this entire virus and and being unsure of what's going to happen next. But I think a lot of it has to do with the new social distancing protocols that we have in place for everyone's safety. Social distancing, as you know, is the practice of staying at home whenever you don't essentially have to go out. And if you do have to go out, leaving at least six feet of physical space between you and others so that if someone was to cough or sneeze who had the virus, you would not likely catch it because of the distance between you. I almost feel like the term should be physical distance instead of social distance. I think they go with social distance because you're also supposed to stay home and not go out and socialize. But I have a problem with the term because you're supposed to physically separate and isolate yourself from others for your protection and for theirs. But you don't have to socially cut yourself off from others. You know, through social media and online platforms and and video chats, other types of things, people today can remain just as socially connected as they always have without being physically present. But I do think that the social distancing is added to this level of stress that people experience. Depending on which age group you're in, your level of stress is about different types of things. Of course, those at the oldest end of the age range, especially members of nursing homes and other types of facilities, are experiencing stress from isolation. They're not able to have their loved ones visit. They rely on too many people for their care, so then there's always the fear that someone could bring it in to them. You know, as you get younger down the, the age bracket, you are either in a position where you have college-age children who are now having to return home and do online learning. You're caring for your own parents. You're caring for your own children. Your job roles are changing. Uh, perhaps you don't have your a job anymore. Uh, where your next paycheck is going to come from is, is a concern for you and your family. You have a lot of parents having to take up the mantle of homeschooling their children, even if it's just to help them with online lessons provided by their teacher. It's a new type of responsibility. And even though I'm a teacher, I can tell you it is extremely hard to help your kids who are your own children at home. They do not respond the same to a parent as they do a teacher. They just don't. And it's it's an added level of stress. A lot of people are having to figure out how to cook for the first time because there's not as many um, available options out there for 
getting food to go or going out to dine. People are having to figure out how to do these new types of things, and there's a lot of added stress. For the youngest, youngest generation of children, it it's just different because they can't go out and play with their friends like they always have. A lot of them might be excited we don't have school because they haven't figured out the ramifications. Some of them may be experiencing new like routines in terms of chores and, and schooling on the computer. I don't know that they have like stress, quote unquote stress about that, but it is definitely a change for them and any kind of change is a stressor on your system. But I think that the generation that we're, I'm personally most concerned with is the teenagers. Teenagers are experiencing more types of stress than we're giving them credit for and they're handling it exceptionally well. A lot of teenagers are still working because they work at restaurants or grocery stores and they still have to go into work if they already had a job. But they're also having to help watch their younger siblings during the day if their parents are still able to work. If their parents aren't able to work, them going into work has become even more important for the household. They're all obviously having to help clean and cook, that kind of stuff. They're having to help their younger siblings with schoolwork, especially if their parents are working during the day. They're having to help their parents navigate new technology, not to mention figure out new technology on their own for their online class and schoolwork. But yet they're still managing to stay connected on social media because that's something that they're accustomed to doing on a regular basis anyway. And so that brings me to my thought for the day. And my thought today is that teenagers are a source of hope and inspiration in these difficult times. They're the generation or like age group that's going to be able to handle the stress and still maintain social connections and find ways to experience joy in the midst of it all. And I think that that is a lesson that we should learn from them. And I think the reason that they're able to do this is because teenage stress pre-pandemic is a real thing, but it has helped prepare them for this pandemic. A lot of times adults downplay teenage stress. You break up with a boyfriend or girlfriend and jaded adults will say, oh, everybody does that. You'll get over it. But to a teenager, it's the first time it's happening. And so it's real and it matters and it stresses them. Dealing with school and having a job after school is something a lot of adults scoff at because wait till you get to the real world, which is particularly a phrase I don't like. But for teenagers, it is a real balancing act trying to do those things. I see a lot of adults go to work during the day and come home and don't do anything else for the rest of the evening because they are completely wiped out. And you have teenagers that go to high school all day long, leave school, either have sports or extracurriculars or a job, then come home and deal with homework and all of those types of things, plus manage to stay connected to their friends and deal with it every single day. And so teenagers are really good at dealing with a lot of different types of stressors throughout the day. Teenagers are also really good at dealing with uncertainty because the whole point of being a teenager is figuring out who you're going to be as a grown-up. So until you make that choice, your future is uncertain. And so I think teenagers are accustomed to dealing with uncertainty. And then teenagers are also much more used to just dealing with technology in a routine basis day-to-day. -day. So online learning is not a huge shift for them. Yes, it's a shift, but they're used to the technology in general. And so I think that a lot of people should stop and look at teenagers because teenagers are managing to make this work. I've been posting optional practice online lessons for my classes. Just, hey, I'm not grading this. You don't have to do it. I'm not going to require it. If you choose to, please do it. And 25 to 30% of my students, just in the three days I've done this, have already like 
taken it up and done the lessons. And it's only because they're choosing to. They might have parents who choose to for them, however. But they're definitely listening, if that's the case. They're valuing their education. And moving forward, they're managing to keep up with doing all of these added stressors at home and keeping up with school. And it's fabulous. And I think that teenagers are also really, really good at taking mental breaks for themselves. You have teenagers before the pandemic, you would see they would go home and take a nap after school. Or they would go on social media to take a break in between homework or whatever. And there's a lot of adults that just cannot take a break for their own mental health. And so teenagers have always been really good at that. Teenagers are also really, really good at being physically fit and working exercise and other types of routine right into their everyday routine. You have people now who are not used to being at home all the time and they don't know how to incorporate physical fitness. And teenagers have been doing that for a really long time. Most of the teenagers I know are way more fit than most of the adults I know. So I think there's a lot of lessons that we can learn from teenagers in the middle of this crisis and pandemic. And this isn't supposed to be a new level of stress added to teenagers. Um, like this is some new responsibility that now you're also responsible for providing hope and inspiration to all of the other generations. That's not what I mean. This is just something that you're already doing and it, it does inspire hope and inspiration for adults. And I think more adults should open their eyes and see that. You know, I've been saying for years that by teaching teenagers, I am literally shaping the future in which we are all going to live. But this pandemic has shown me that the hope and inspiration that comes from teenagers is what makes the present worth living. To all of my students, I wanted to personally reach out and say I miss being in class with you. I miss joking around with you, saying hi in the hallway, answering questions for you. Um, even proofreading your essays for college, I just miss having conversations with you guys, teaching life lessons. But most of all, I miss knowing that you're safe and happy. Can't wait till things get back to normal and we can just go back to seeing each other on an everyday basis. But for now, know that I'm thinking of you and do think, I'm hoping that you are doing things that will keep you safe and that you're finding moments of joy. To all of my listeners, I'd like to say thanks for listening to this episode. In these uncertain times, please do everything you can to stay safe. Stay home when and if you can. If you do have to go out, leave six feet of physical space between you and others. And above all, practice hand washing. As a nurse told me, who would, I'm just going to leave her nameless for the sake of this conversation. She said that in regards to this virus, you should wash your hands until you feel like you're being ridiculous. And then wash them one more time. So please practice all of these safe, healthy practices at home and think of one another. And until next time, bye-bye. Thanks for listening. I hope you were able to get something from the story that I told today. Thoughts with Mrs. Rimmer is recorded on Anchor FM and all music contained within the podcast also comes from Anchor FM. I'm Ashley Rimmer and as always, until next time, bye-bye.